Being a dad is the most important role a man will ever have. You might be a father to your own children. You might be a father to children that are not biologically yours. You might be a father figure for children without a father. But no matter what you are, you are the earthly father they look up to. Hello, I'm Adam, and this is the Dad, God, and Donuts podcast. Hey everybody, hope you're doing wonderful and having just a great start to your week or end of the week whenever you're listening to this. I want to start off by apologizing and thanking you for listening to the podcast. Yeah, I apologize and thanked both in the same sentence. This podcast has turned into my therapy and journaling. It allows me to think out, out loud and share what God is telling me and wants me to share. <clears throat> I'm often not so much speaking to you, the podcast audience, as I'm speaking to myself. I'm an audible learner, so hearing things spoken really helps me to learn. It's like an extra kick in the tail that I often need to do the right thing. So this week, I want to talk about one word. That word is love. I titled this podcast, Love. They are watching. Because it's a word that we need to use more. It seems like a simple word, but these days, it's a tough word to show to people, or rather for people to show. Almost all of our problems today could be solved by the word love. If we showed love versus yelling, if we showed love versus anger, if we showed love versus having to be right, if we showed love when winning, if we showed love when losing, if we showed love versus judging, I could that list could go on and on and on where love would be a better choice than some of the ridiculous things we do. But Jesus made it simple. In John chapter 15, verses 12 through 13, he said, My command is this, Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's family. Uh, I apologize, for one's friends. He took love to a whole nother level. He didn't just say love. He said, be willing to lay your life down. Then he did it. The last verse's statement I made is a real problem for us as Christians. I said, if we loved versus judging. This podcast topic actually changed today as I was about to record. I'm on a Facebook group for Christian nerds where people post funny nerdy things about like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or Star Wars or whatnot. But in this realm, you can know that it will be appropriate because we know that we're in a group of believers and we know that we'll keep and part of the rules of the group is for us to keep it appropriate. It's then starting into another group for nerds talking theology. Well, in the main group in the past week, I've just seen people say they're leaving the group because of the judgmental meanness of others. This is a Christian group of people that are there and supposed to support each other, as far as I knew. But it made me sad and led me to want to sort of delve into that topic of love and judgment for the podcast this week. There was one post that sent me over the edge. There was a guy who simply shared a pic that he met his pastor today. In a larger church, that's a big deal. A lot of us might have grown up in small churches where there were just 
you know, between 50 and a couple hundred people. And we knew the pastor, we knew everybody, but in some areas there are large churches right now. I'm a member of a large church and large churches have a lead pastor and many associate pastors. And a lot of times within those churches, you tend to get to know the associate pastors. They each have their different roles, depending upon what niche of the church you belong in. I usually get to know the pastor who's in charge of the small groups more than the other pastors, because that's the niche I, I jump into immediately at church. And sometimes in a large church, the lead pastor is pulled in so many directions. You might not run into to that person on a particular week or for a while, because they might be going to various campuses. They might be speaking at various services. I know that my my pastor does a sermon, then he drives 15 miles down the road, does a sermon, and then drives 15 miles back to us. But that's sort of the nature of the growing church. A lot of people say, well, I like the small church. Well, you can like the small church, but a small church that stays the same isn't growing. Large churches show growth, and then eventually they should spawn other churches. But that's a whole other topic about church growth and the starting and planting of churches that is for another day. But growing churches are what God, Jesus, has instructed us to do. Well, back to the guy who made the post about meeting his pastor and just showed a picture. He said, a picture. I met my pastor today. People crushed him. Just saying negative things about meeting your pastor. Wow, why is that such a big deal? And complaining about the church or judging. And it, it just it just made me sad. I don't usually post a lot because on the internet, people are brave behind the internet wall. So I don't post on a lot of forums because I just don't want to deal with it or get frustrated by someone saying being mean. But for some reason, this one really called me to just write something. Because I saw this guy excited to meet the pastor who's been teaching into him each week. So I wrote something simple. That's cool, man. Keep the faith. Love. Double exclamation point, by the way. Uh, there's a song by DC, DC Talk called What If I Stumble? And it begins with a quote by Brennan Manning that just speaks spoke to me so many times over the years. It says, the greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyles. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. Jesus is love. If you acknowledge Jesus, you are love. If you walk out that building and then you are anger, you are hate, which is a big component of the world, especially if you like turn on the news. Holy moly, even talking about politics, if you disagree with someone, you're immediately evil. There was a politician recently compared to Adolf Hitler. You can agree or disagree with someone, but that is amazing vitriol, amazing hate towards somebody that after the atrocities of that man towards humanity – just is sad to hear. We don't need to be hating on other people. We especially don't need to be hating on other believers. Many feel, many Christians, I'm using air quotes here, feel the need to show how much better they are than everyone else. Well, we're not. We're all sinners. Even Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, called himself the worst sinner when he said in 1 Timothy 1.15, Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. One of the greatest leaders 
in church history claimed to be the worst sinner. Man, I'm telling you what, if he is the worst sinner, I am in big, big trouble. So we need to slow down and take a look in the mirror. I think Jesus said it best in Matthew 7, verses 1 through 5. Do not judge or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye, when all the time, There is a plank in your own eye. You hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now, I'm not spending this time judging you. I've done it. I told you in the opening, a lot of this is therapy for me. It's my journaling to make sure that I'm stepping back, and I'm not judging. We all catch ourselves. That's why we need grace. But I go back to my first point, love. Jesus wants us to love. Jesus is love. I feel like I'm talking in circle, but it's a point that needs to be continually said and that we all need to know. Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40, say it as best you can. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Notice that it says to love your neighbor, not just your bestie, not just your close buds, not just your your, your church friends, your good, happy friends. Sometimes our neighbors are the people who drive us the craziest, and they don't mean the literal neighbors. It could be someone you come upon. Everybody in the world is our neighbor at some point that we come across. But we often want to love our close friends, our church friends, if we want to be really pious But again, Jesus says in Luke 6, 32, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. Ouch. So to wrap everything up here, this is a dad's podcast. How do we bring that back to being dads? This episode's called Love. They're watching. They see everything. So let's make it simple. We are to love all. Capital A, capital L, capital L. For me, the worst thing coming out of all this hatred and vitriol in the world today is that our children are seeing it. They're modeling it. They're following it. They see everything we do. They emulate everything we do. The kids see the hatred we show towards people based on politics, beliefs, religion, life choices, and so forth. They will see how we love or how we don't love, and just judge, and they will do the same. We have a responsibility to set that example that was set for us. We need to be, live, show, and share love, just as Jesus did. If we do that, our kids will do the same, and Jesus will shine brighter each and every day through us and them. Please pray with me. Dear God, thank you for your word. Thank you for loving us when we 
didn't deserve it, but you loved us. You set the example for love. Help us to follow that example. Help us to teach it to our kids. Help us to make it part of our lives. Thank you for sending your son. Thank you for the greatest sacrifice ever. And help us to just continue to show your love and be the greatest dads we can be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Feel free to hit me up on the email on Facebook any way you want to. I'd love to hear from you And as we continue to, to grow this podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful week. Uh, can't wait to talk to you again next week. Bye.